Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing a horrific Harry Potter theory that bears the potential to completely flip the Harry Potter ending on its head. It involves, you guessed it, our main antagonist Lord Voldemort, and a scenario in which Voldemort survives. Voldemort is defeated, at least markedly, twice in the Harry Potter story. His first defeat was at the Potter residence in Godric's Hollow, where his rebounding curse, thanks to Lily's loving sacrifice, shot back at him and ripped his soul from his destroyed body. This marked the temporary end of Voldemort, and the end of the first Wizarding War. But Voldemort certainly wasn't done. Oh no no. In 1995, Voldemort made his resurgence, more motivated than ever to take back control of the wizarding world and get revenge on the boy who had defeated him. However, this didn't work out too well for him either, as shown in his final showdown with Harry during the Battle of Hogwarts. Tom Riddle hit the floor with a mundane finality, his body feeble and shrunken, the white hands empty, the snake-like face vacant and unknowing. Voldemort was dead killed by his own rebounding curse, and Harry stood with two wands in his hand, staring down at his enemy's shell. And after this final fated duel, it's generally accepted that Voldemort was dead. In the films, Voldemort's body broke off into thousands of pieces and vanished into nothing, and in the books, the former Dark Lord was reduced to a corpse just like anyone else. It's ironic that Voldemort, who also viewed death dying as pure weakness, a fate reserved for the unimportant and powerless, would end up as a corpse just like everyone else, thrown into a pile of other bodies in the chamber off the Great Hall. They moved Voldemort's body and laid it in the chamber off the hall, away from the bodies of Fred, Tonks, Lupin, Colin Creevy, and fifty others who died fighting him. Eventually, after all of the dust has settled, Voldemort's body is moved into a resting chamber within the walls of Hogwarts something that the films fail to mention altogether. It's here, somewhere entirely unspecified within the castle, that Voldemort purportedly lay for the remainder of eternity. Or did he? The theory that I want to put forth today suggests that Voldemort, by way of, you guessed it, Horcruxes, was able to survive. Horcruxes are, as most of you will know, an object in which a dark witch or wizard has imbued part of their soul. The purpose of doing this is to make it difficult for the witch or wizard to be completely killed, 
achieving, in a sense, some form of immortality. Each Horcrux ties a piece of the individual's soul to the mortal realm, grounding it, and in Voldemort's case, he happened to create many of these life-preserving objects. By the end of the story, Voldemort's presumably out of Horcruxes, which is why Harry was able to kill him. However, today we're going to explore the possibility that Voldemort may have actually had one last stake in the mortal realm that was overlooked. Some fans have speculated that the soul of Lord Voldemort was not fully destroyed when Harry defeated him at the end of the series. Instead, it is suggested that a piece of Voldemort's soul remained hidden within Harry, waiting for the opportunity to take over his body and regenerate. We know that for most of the books and films, Harry carried a piece of Voldemort's soul with him, that is, until his showdown with Voldemort in the Forbidden Forest. Voldemort had raised his wand, his head was still tilted to one side, like a curious child, wondering what would happen if he proceeded. Harry looked back into the red eyes and wanted it to happen now, quickly, while he could still stand, before he lost control, before he betrayed fear. He saw the mouth move in a flash of green light and everything was gone. At this point, Harry wakes up in a sort of limbo where he's given the option of returning to the land of the living or moving on. The prevailing argument for why Harry has this option is because he wasn't killed, but merely the piece of Voldemort inside of him. Voldemort had foolishly rebuilt his body using Harry Potter's blood, which meant that both of them were protected by Lily's loving sacrifice. Dumbledore confirms this. He took your blood and rebuilt his living body with it. Your blood in his veins, Harry. Lily's protection inside both of you. He tethered you to life while he lives. Essentially, because Harry's soul is now whole and pure, he is given the opportunity to return to his life as just Harry. All he has to do at this point is choose to go back. However, I have an issue with this. The method by which Voldemort chose to kill Harry was via Avada Kedavra, which many have speculated kills you by magically ripping the soul from the body. At this point, soul is separated from body, with your body remaining in the mortal plane and your soul moving on. From here, you'll end up in one of three places, back on earth as a ghost, assuming you have unfinished business, limbo, where Harry makes his choice to return, or the wizarding afterlife. The afterlife in Harry Potter is never clearly defined, but what is clear is that it's the best place you can go upon dying, an idyllic place akin to a state of nirvana. If you want a full explanation of what happens, then check out my video, What Happens to Wizards When They Die? The Wizarding Afterlife Explained. If it was indeed the piece of Voldemort's soul fragment that was destroyed by his killing curse and not Harry's own soul, then why was Harry's soul sent to limbo? By my logic, Harry is still protected by the blood that he and Voldemort shared, so it stands to reason that there's no rational explanation for why Harry's soul would have been sent off to limbo along with the piece of Voldemort's soul. The argument that I want to make here is that Voldemort's soul fragment inside of Harry was never destroyed. When hit via Voldemort's killing curse in the Forbidden Forest, the spell had the desired effect. It ripped Harry's soul from his body, but because of him being tied to the mortal realm via blood, he of course had the option to come back. Okay, so now you might be asking, but what about the mutilated baby-like creature that Harry sees in Limbo? Wasn't that supposed to be representative of Voldemort's newly destroyed soul fragment, 
the same peace that resided in Harry? Harry turned slowly on the spot, and his surroundings seemed to invent themselves before his eyes. He had spotted the thing that was making the noises. It had the form of a small, naked child curled on the ground, its skin raw and rough, flayed-looking, and it lay shuddering under a seat where it had been left, unwanted, stuffed out of sight, struggling for breath. Most fans believe that the child on the floor of King's Cross was in fact the part of Voldemort's soul that previously resided within Harry. After all, Harry carried a piece of Voldemort with him for his entire life, and so it seems to make sense that, with Harry dying and this soul shard now destroyed, it would follow him to the afterlife. However, though this is close to the answer, it's actually wrong. According to JK Rowling, the being stuck in limbo with Harry was actually just a representation of the current state of Voldemort's soul. What exactly was the mutilated baby-like creature Harry saw at King's Cross in Chapter 35 of Hallows? I've been asked this a lot. It is the last piece of soul Voldemort possesses. When Voldemort attacks Harry, they both fall temporarily unconscious, and both their souls, Harry's undamaged and healthy, Voldemort stunted and maimed, appear in the limbo where Harry meets Dumbledore. If both Harry and Voldemort's souls are accounted for in limbo, then where is the soul fragment in Harry that was supposed to have been newly destroyed? I think it lived on inside of Harry. Voldemort may have been defeated at the end of the Battle of Hogwarts, but it certainly wasn't the first time he'd been defeated to such an observable extent, and it absolutely doesn't mean that he had necessarily exhausted all options with regards to his return to the mortal realm. With Voldemort's apparent defeat, the Wizarding World was able to finally exercise a collective sigh of relief. Hogwarts was rebuilt, the Ministry of Magic was restructured, Diagon Alley returned to its prosperous former state, and most importantly, Harry was able to grow up and live a normal life. But here's where it gets dark. I think that as Harry grew older and more powerful, the parasitic soul fragment inside of him lay dormant, biding its time and conserving its energy for the day that it would strike. Entirely unknown to Harry, this piece of Voldemort's soul was still latched onto him, sucking away undetectable amounts of energy, learning from him, and most importantly, plotting its return. I'm of the impression that on one dark day, the parasite inside of Harry became powerful enough to control his body, leading to the indirect rebirth of Lord Voldemort through Harry, using him as a vessel in the same way that he used Quirrell, just to a greater extent. This theory, unsettling as it is, challenges the happy ending of the Harry Potter series and poses the idea that the apparent harmony in the Wizarding World after Voldemort's demise is not as permanent as it may have seemed. According to this theory, darkness and evil may always be lurking in the shadows, waiting for the opportunity to resurface. And that's it for this video. What do you guys think of this theory? Is it plausible? Have I missed something obvious here? If I have, please let me know. I will be the first to admit that it's far-fetched, but it's always interesting to imagine a different outcome to the story that we all know and love. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below, and be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel to support future content. Until next time, remember, it is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness, nothing more 